Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I am your host, Luke LeBen, and today is a wonderful day because I'm back, reunited with my co-host after lo these many weeks, Kevin Connor, my dear friend. How are you? Hello. I'm good. I'm back as well. We're back. You are. We had a rough couple of weeks because you got COVID. Sure did. I had a family emergency, and uh, so it was a crazy time for sure. Yes. Um, any uh, tales from COVID you want to share? Um, Anything to watch out for? I'll tell you what. It sucks. Don't get it. Um, okay. I... Noted. Will highly recommend everyone be vaxxed, boosted, etc. Oh, because I yeah. was, and it wasn't so bad, but it was still like the top five illest I've ever been. Yeah, right. I mean, and I'm like, I've had flus before that aren't good. And it's like, I equally don't want to catch that. I really don't want to catch COVID. So no. I'm glad that you were vaccinated and boosted and that you're doing all right. Um, and... You know, well, because I haven't really talked to you that much other than like our group threads. And um, I've gone on some musical journeys since we've uh, talked. And uh, I kind of like fell in love with record collecting again. Uh, Mm -hmm. My wife just dragged me to some uh, antique store because she was getting looking for some stuff for like some shelves here. She likes like vintage books to decorate them with. So. Uh, and the guy's like, hey, man, you're into vinyl? <laughs> kept, like, showing me where all the vinyl boots were. And so I got good, a bunch of stuff. And then we went to good for him. Roy Lokes Farmer Market. Good for him for looking at you. Good for him for looking at you, clocking you, and being like, this guy's into vinyl. I can make a sale. Yeah, I mean, I was holding some that I had already picked up, to be fair. Uh, okay, so it wasn't that hard. He wasn't that much of a detective. No. <laughs> and I was looking at some at the time. Uh, that's where I got that. Loggins and Messina one. This was a little while ago, but then we went to Royal Oak Farmers Market. I got some in Chicago, but something I love that like I forgot about is like just buying a album just like randomly and then looking it up and like learning some like crazy coincidence or something or just like the story behind it. And like I would just randomly buy these Linda Ronstadt albums that were on the wall behind me just because the album covers were cool and like ajj has a song about linda ronstadt and uh then i'm like listen to them i'm like oh this is really good and i look it up her backing band went on to become the eagles no (laughs) shit oh shit yeah wait and i flipped the i flipped the record over at don henley glenn frey and i'm like what (laughs) do you you just said the name of that band wrong yeah, I don't care because no, that, I, that's a fun. It made sense. That is a fun fact. Yeah, I know. But when I'm they're not the in eagles, like a normal sentence. It's not. It's weird. Went on to become eagles because that sounds like they could have just gone on to like be in some weird experiment where they were turned into eagle men. So why didn't the hobbits take the Hotel California Highway to Mordor? That's a stupid joke. That like one. Wait, wait, no. Why? Care. No, 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 like, there's no, like, 
because oh, there's no punchline. All right, you're familiar with Lord of the Rings, right? Uh, vaguely. There, remember? I mean, I do you remember? The there's large eagles. No. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> listen, listen. One person heard that joke, laughed, and now ha- it's been ruined by this part since. So let's just move on. Remember those large eagles? No, but I can imagine. Do they look like eagles but large? It's just Don Henley. <laughs> it's just a giant Don Henley. Um, but yeah, so I've been on some musical journeys, been listening to a lot of great like 70s and 80s stuff, and I'm excited because my songs today, I feel like, will fit in well with that. Um, but before we get to that, since we had some hard weeks, I thought it would be a good idea. We usually do this on our mini-sodes, but I said, move it to the full episode and let's share our comfort albums, which is like an album that we love that we always go back to when we have a hard week like we did. And um, so I had one ready to go. I actually mentioned it in our episode with the dads when we were talking about dad rock, because uh, uh, there was this pitchfork episode that called this album dad rock. And I don't think that that's a fair uh, description, but it's the album sky blue sky by Wilco. Uh, came out in 2007. It was a favorite of mine when I was a freshman in college. And I had this song, uh, either way stuck in my head. It's the first song and the chorus is maybe the sun will shine today. And the whole thing is like hoping for something to like happen for you. But then it's like, either way, I'm going to stay right by you. So it's like, even when things go wrong, it's like, well, either way I'll keep going you know and uh so i just randomly had it stuck in my head and it's the most beautiful melody jeff tweedy singing it that maybe the sun will shine today and uh i step out of the house and the sun like shines on me and i'm like oh and i was like heading to this appointment that we had and it was like i oh maybe this things will go good today. And then it was like a terrible night. (laughs) And so it was like kind of fitting that I was like, Oh yeah. I said to Kyle, like, yeah, the sun shined on me as I left. So maybe it'll be okay. No, it was uh, yeah, not great. So, and then I just listened to the album yesterday because I was like, uh, I should re-listen to it again. It's so good. That song's my favorite, but impossible Germany is one of their big songs. That's from that. And it's, that's a jam song called walk in. That's a jam. Uh, yeah. And it's amazing. And it's not like anything fancy. It's just like good, like orchestrated guitar rock. Great. Oh, and I was just in Chicago and they're from Chicago. We kept saying there's the Wilco buildings, the buildings that are on the Yankee Foxtrot hotel. <laughs> so that's mine, Kev, what you got? So it's, it's ironic. Coincidental, not ironic, whatever. I'm not an Atlantis. Oh, yeah. Alanis Morissette, yeah. Is that um, the album you got? No, it, but that you said <laughs> it's Sun was so critical to your story because yeah. I'm choosing an album from Sunny Day Real Estate. Uh, oh, their great. ultra-acclaimed third album, How It Feels to Be Something On. And like, I feel like this is somewhat out of uh, the norm for me. Like, I, I'm i not usually into like 90s rock as much, but this album... I think 
was a really transitionary like piece of music from the grunge of the 90s and like they were very much a contemporary with a lot of those bands but also was a maybe the beginning of kind of the the midwest emo emo movement because it does have a lot of the dna that you see in like a lot of bands that came later and probably went in a different direction that like sunny day real estate wouldn't have gone in um, yeah, that's what I would think it would be on brand for you, just because you're a big emo fan, as we both are. Yeah. And, so, and they were like the forefathers of emo. I almost like, I got into this album, uh, my cousin gave it to me, and like I got into it before I really got into like the, the more like contemporary emo at the time. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been listening to this for like... I didn't hear about them till much later. Oh, no, I've been listening to them for ages. I mean, like, oh, wow. I think it was a LimeWire download that he gave me. Um, so, I mean, that, that puts it like, yeah, in the, in the past, but it's just a really fantastic kind of dark moody album. Uh, it's, it's certainly not necessarily the most comforting album, but it's something that I always return to and always really enjoy listening. Just the beginning, the first song pillars is like this slow build and just, I, I love it. The band wasn't around for that long. All their albums are great, but this one like stands apart as the best one. Um, it's funny. You mentioned LimeWire putting it in the past because didn't you hear they're like a crypto company now? (laughs) I did. Like it's, (laughs) it's so funny. You know, trusted internet source LimeWire where you want to go spend all of your crypto dollars. Yeah, exactly. This it's a shame um, that happened after we did our crypto or shit no segment because you could have said LimeWire and it would have fooled me. That would have been awesome. Yeah, and then I could have predicted it. We could have been like the Simpsons with the whole Trump escalator thing. Yeah. Man. Well, instead we'll have to settle for playing some great new music because this is best song ever, and we're gonna play some great new tunes for you. Kev, you're gonna start us off, right? Yeah, I've got a song so hot we can't even play the whole thing. Uh, it oh. it would blow out your eardrums. It delete the podcast off of your phone. Your phone would die. Your headphones would smoke. And also legally we can't. So we are here yeah. with the new song from Muna. I'm really excited about this, Luke. Ooh. It's, ooh, 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 yes, ooh. it's Muna, a Muna. Keep it going. Keep it going. Ooh, ooh. Ah! Ah! Too much. Too much. Muna. Bring it down, bring it down. Okay. Muna. So, <laughs> Muna, who, uh, you know, has had a couple albums out, but really exploded with their their single over the last year, Silk Chiffon. Um, yeah. They, and famously, I saw them rock in the rain at the Aretha Franklin Amphitheater uh, last year when they opened for Thieves. Remember, we went to oh, yeah. uh, that show, uh, and uh, it was uh, September, I think, and uh, it like rained like crazy right at the end of Muna's set, and then uh, for Thieves, it was great, though. They rocked it. Well, they are now, of course, on Phoebe Bridger's Satisfactory Records now, and they have an album coming out this summer that I'm very excited about. Uh, yeah. That announcement... Hold on. Can I interrupt you one more time? Yeah. Because, okay, so you know the name of the record label is Saddest Factory, right? Like, the factory of the saddest It's also Satisfactory. Okay, okay, so you know. Because I didn't know that, realize that for so long. 
and my mind was blown. So I just wanted to make sure you were aware of that. See, I'm already aware. There, there's a game I play called Satisfactory, and it's a factory building game, and they oh. they killed it. So like when Satisfactory came in, I was like, oh yeah, just like the game. Um, <laughs> whatever. When they announced their album out in June, they also accompanied it with this track, and it rules. A little background on Muna, uh, for those that don't know, it's a lead singer-songwriter, Katie Gavin, guitarist-producer Naomi McPherson, and guitarist Josette Maskin, who started making music together in college at USC. And they bring some heat to the table, really powerful lyrics, dressed up in like a vibey guitar rock. It's a bit of a pumped-up kicks experience, Luke. A puke, if we will. For sure. Yeah. And uh, they, they say that they address pain as the bedrock of longing, a part of growing up, and an inherent factor to the marginalized experience, since members of the band belong to queer and minority communities. So, yeah. I this... just, uh, by the way, I just followed uh, Naomi on Twitter, because I saw, I forget what I saw them tweeting, but um, they're very cool. And they're, like, great advocates for LGBTQ community, so... Yeah, They're awesome. everything I've seen about them, they rule. I'm very excited to be able to feature them today. So what we're going to do is just play a little snippet of the song. Uh, and I highly recommend you go check out more. Check out Silk Chiffon if you haven't heard it. You you had to have. It's been everywhere. And yeah, that would be impossible. It's so good. And uh, let's just give it a listen, and we'll be right back. So here's Muna with Anything But Me. Gotta give that a lordy lordy berry gordy. I would give just thirty seconds of that a lordy lordy berry gordy. Yeah, uh, I think we, just that thirty second clip should be number one on the Billboard charts. We have entered the part of the podcast where Luke has turned off his his overheads and is now with yes. the vibe lights. It's green. It's blue. It's purple. It's pink. I it's ha- yeah. I had to. It's like with a song like that. How do you not? The, the drums and the synths and everything. I mean, it's, the soaring vocals. It's, it's a so little great. 80s-y. Like, it's a little, like, it's, oh, it's kind of anthemic. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's it's got the, you know, well, it, it could wrap up a, a um, John Hughes movie. It's like a little bit the sound uh, like Heim had on The Wire. That sort of, like, 80s rockish vibe, oh, yeah, but that's more a- synthy, a little more, like... I feel like floaty. Uh, you know, it's interesting though, talking about the eighties ish, those synths at the end, they weren't really like cheesy or anything, but I feel like they, there's synths like that. I hear in a lot of eighties things. And I've been checking my perspec recently, uh, because you know, when I first got into a lot of like seventies, eighties music, I was very into rock. And if mm-hmm. it didn't rock hard enough, like that's why I like soft rock, like Dewey brothers and shit. I never listened to and so I'm checking my perspective on things I think that are cheesy. And, uh, like, those synths weren't even, but they remind me of 80s synths I've heard where you can really amp the cheese up on there. And now I'm like, 
cheese me, baby. <laughs> yes. I like I there was some statement by some comedian where it's like don't have guilty pleasures just enjoy things for what they are yeah and like that exactly. is absolutely the attitude you should have about cheesy things because like it it works it's great like if you're right bashing your head and, and listening to it good it's elicited a response keep going yeah no that is for sure just like spin around dance mm-hmm. with your arms out uh pump your fist yeah i also the football field the wire by Haim is a great like comparison yeah. and i'm like i've already started a playlist with those two and i'm gonna fill in more because that is a awesome vibe. love it yeah yeah so that was muna with anything but me off of their upcoming self-titled album out june 24th via saddest factory records you know samia recommends listening to them at dawn in her one song that song that i played on here uh, on Samia's last EP, there's a line where she says, uh, and listen to Muna at dawn. Yeah. See? And I'm like, that's an emotional experience. So I recommend it as well. Oh, and looking at the lyrics of that, um, in the part that we didn't play, it says, listen to Samia at 7.27 p.m. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. a bit of a bit of synergy. Hey, Kev. Yeah. You've heard of the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, right? vaguely familiar have you heard of the magnificent mr moods well don't answer that question because i know you have because i've played him on this podcast and i interviewed him last year it's john moods you remember john moods yeah i saw i saw your list of what was playing this episode and i was very excited to see him back yeah yes i was as well and you know what's cool is uh so last year he put out the so sweet so nice eps uh, like separately and then together as an album so sweet so nice and now he has another ep autoplay coming out and i was excited to see that one of my favorite tracks from the album uh is also on this ep so that's what i'm gonna play for us and it is the titular so sweet so nice and it's just so great and again it will follow that muna song perfectly and it's got some great grooves very vibey and it could, it sounds like it could be like an 80s soft rock disco hit. Now, uh, it Luke, sounds like it's from another time. Just wait a minute. So sweet yeah. and so nice were both EPs he put out. Yes. What EP was this one on? It was on that. And it's also on the new one. He put it on both. <laughs> I'm just confused. Play the song. All right. Here's John Moods with So Sweet, So Nice.
Okay, so there's three, there's three EPs, EPs, and two of the EPs become an album, but the EPs titular album. song from the album, which was also on the first EP, Wait, e- is now on the new EP in the autoplay version. What is so hard to understand about that, Kevin? Um, All joking aside, though. Hot Diggity Dog, that's a good song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Of course, like absolutely. I, you know what? And that song did something that I really like, where it does yeah. the fake out, where there's like a half second of silence in the middle, and you're like, and I, like I wasn't yeah. watching the Spotify like like a uh, like play bar, so I was just like listening mm-hmm. and really enjoying it, and then it stops, and I was like, man, that's a good song, and then it goes again, and it does more. It, it, and I was like, hell yeah, another song. There's this second song stuck in this first song. But yeah, it's uh, it's really something, and I it goes on for so long. Like I love and like keeps just like adding and like jamming, and he like it just builds into such a nice culmination of all those like vibey like flute sounds mm-hmm. and synth sounds. Like I love it so much. And whenever that like string thing in the chorus that do 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 like that part's so cool. I just um, like the. <laughs> Like he just like has this very like high pitched, very excited yeah. like sounds to it. It's so so good. I don't and the like whispery sound where you can like almost barely hear his voice. I like too, where it's like kind of mixed way back. Yeah, Mr. Moods. I don't know how many EPs you have, but I want to listen to more of them. So keep doing it. <laughs> um, no, but actually, to answer your original question, it was on the so. Let me get this right. See, you. Didn't it was know. on. No, no. Yeah. It was on the So Sweet EP, which was the one that came out first, which I played without you from that uh, EP. And uh, then the So Nice EP came out, but just as So Sweet, So Nice, the album. We don't need to get into that, but there's an autoplay version of the song, and it sounds fucking great. I don't know what, if the mix is different or if he added some parts or something, but... It's incredible, and I love it, and it's a hit in my heart. So, there you go. The Magnificent Mr. Moods. From Muna to Moods, we got you covered. (laughs) So, that was John Moods with So Sweet, So Nice autoplay version from the autoplay EP, which is out now on Mansions and Millions. So, Luke, this artist came up last episode. Mansions and Millions and Munas and Moods? Sorry, had to do that. <laughs> so Luke, you brought this artist up last, or so Luke, I brought this artist up last episode as a shout, and after a bit of reminding you who they were, you did remember having listened to them. Uh, You're gonna have to remind me of last episode because it was like a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> well, I am of course speaking about LA-based uh, artist and producer Young Bay. And yes, since no reminding necessary. No, since his last, since our last episode, he has put out the fantastic Groove Continental Side A. Uh, this album Ooh. immediately in my top ten of this year. It is so good. Yeah. It's so well crafted. Um, I was really excited to see it coming out because I was such a big fan of Bay Five, his last one, and I think this is his most accessible release. It is stacked with features and i think where the last one was a little more sample heavy like it it was framed within like an infomercial 
like sample as an album, this one is just mm. loaded with artists. So I'm going to omit the ones on the song I'm going to play in a moment. So this is okay. everyone else. AWOL mm-hmm. Nation, Channel Trace, Cosmos Midnight, The Ready Set, among others. Wow. That's a good lineup already. For sure. And this track has John Batiste, Sherwin, Whoa. and Earth Gang. What? There is a lineup. Um, Man, uh, can I say something, though? Can I defend myself in this whole not remembering Young Bay thing? Because when I looked at the album cover, I'm a very visual person. Um, I immediately remembered when I looked at the album cover, the red cover, and he has the bird on his head, right? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know this. And I, I really liked his sound. But I am excited because... I saw the like Sailor album cover and I uh, I was like, that's awesome because obviously he puts a lot of thought into the covers and they're really great. But I didn't even know this came out. I didn't know anything about this. So my mind is blown and I'm ready to to hear these new jams. All right. Well, let me get, let me tee it up for just a moment longer. Do uh, this is going to be the first song I play on a sunny day. When I'm driving my car, like it is, it is the that mood. One. Yeah, the first one. This is press. Get in the car, put the keys in, drive away. Yep. Press play. Um, got it. It's got that vibe. Maybe it is the album cover which you mentioned, which is like him on a boat in like a cloudy yes. blue sky. But I think it's just, it's a sunglasses anthem. That is, I'm, I'm. That's the second playlist of the episode that I've created. All right, sunglasses. I love anthem. the sunglasses anthem. Um, it's big, like Friday at 5 p.m. Energy. It's just, yeah, it's indefinable, but it's there. Um, so it's what I'm gonna play this Friday when I'm driving to your house to play D and D. Yes, right? exactly. You can just you can <laughs> listen to the podcast and listen to us talk about it. Yeah, uh, there you go. Just like you all are. But without further ado, just let's give it a listen. This is Young Bay with John Batiste, Sherwin, and Earth Gang with L O V E.
sir you are bringing the heat today lordy lordy barry gordy yeah damn that, this song slaps oh it's, it's very good uh, the whole album is like this it is just a summertime vibe jam that i yeah get over. oh song in the summer in spring it slaps it rips it wiggles it's great it bangs <laughs> it does <laughs> much like the the very person that ricky martin sang of um yeah yeah i mean just i've i'm obsessed with earth gang's album right now and Mm. uh it's one of my favorite of the year and so i was happy to when you said them i was like okay i'm sold but then you got john batiste what a lineup and uh that was such a great song such a great jam and yeah immediately added it to my grooves playlist definitely going to be the windows down jam playing for a while fantastic yeah i wanted to keep listening to the album it started playing the next one and then i was like oh shit i gotta do the podcast it's fantastic so that was young bay with john batiste sherwin and earth gang with l-o-v-e out now on groove continental side a courtesy of arista records i hope there's a side b yeah i would imagine yeah yeah I mean, it'd be pretty wild to just have side A. It's like if, if Dune up. had if Dune had bombed and it was just Dune part one. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. It's like, no, we have to put part one. I'm very sure of it. Um, all right. Well, again, we just got a great lineup today. I'm just loving this because my song's going to be a perfect like follow up to that because it doesn't go quite as hard, but it's still like synthy and just a great great jam so this uh comes from an album that actually came out this past friday the album is barbara by barry are you familiar with barry yeah it's uh, got bill Hader and um uh the fonz <laughs> i love darcy it. Carden. Yeah. yeah um no this is b-a-r-r-i-e uh this is the musical project of barry Lindsay. uh she put out her first album in 2019 and is now back with her second album. And this album, I got four songs in, and it was a certified four jammer. Uh, they were all amazing, not a clunker in the bunch. Ooh. And there was like, the first song was kind of like a sunny guitar thing. And then there's like some synthy ones. Uh, and we're going to listen to like one that is less major key, a little more sinister synthy. Uh, and this is called Concrete. 
and uh, this is what Barry said about it. Concrete is about taking the time and energy to figure out who you are, learn to take up space and be yourself unapologetically. This process can be selfish and even sinister, depending on how you are conditioned socially. But the major modulation in the final chorus is about finding power and confidence in that self-actualization. So, powerful message. Could definitely relate to that. And it's very important to find yourself and be yourself unapologetically. So, it's an amazing uh, way that she communicates that in this song Mm -hmm. with these synths. And uh, let's check it out. Here is Barry with Concrete. Thank you. 
hot diggity dog. Of course. Of course. I knew no, you would. Listen, here's the thing. Yeah. I, I was about to come in here heated. Had this album not only come out last week, because if this had been out for like yeah. a month or like longer and you hadn't told me about it, right. I would have been upset. I know. Oh, so my it's shit. So yeah. your shit. Yeah. Oh my god. It starts like a fucking Zelda theme. Like it's so good. And right. Then, like, yeah. It's so it's awesome. to either side and like it'll be doing things in different headphones and then like slam together to do something. Oh, oh like hell yeah. That rules. I cannot wait to listen to this. Amazing. Apparently I already had heard their first album. Happy to be here. Cause I've already liked it on yeah. Spotify. Cause it was like, you've liked 21 songs. I feel like it would have come across the type of stuff you were listening yeah. to that year. But oh man, sure. this is like, um, I got to give this a full listen. Very it's soon. amazing. This, that ruled. Yeah. And again, the next song started playing, and I was like, oh, I want to listen, but it stopped because they're all very different. Like, this is definitely, like, a shift from the first three songs. And then, like, oh, this is, like, a little darker. And uh, it's really cool. The video for this, they're doing these, like, like arm motions that are very, like, soaring and fit very well. And I'm watching the video, and I'm like, wait, I recognize that person on the right. And it's Gabrielle Smith from Gabby's World, uh, which the she was a part of this awesome collective. And the first one that the first band I had heard of out of that collective uh, and Bellows came out of there. I think Florist as well. A lot of great artists came out of this like Brooklyn oh. art collective that she was like the one of like the founders of. And. So she's an amazing musician in her own right. And I'm like, oh, holy shit. Barry is married to Gabrielle Smith. So this is a, this is a indie rock power couple here. They're like DIY masters over here. (laughs) And so uh, excited to listen to this. I, yeah, it's crazy. It's like, it's how you felt about Young Bay. I feel about Barry. Like we both have our homework after this episode because we've got to listen. For sure. Yeah, and I missed this. Like I said, had a couple uh, crazy weeks. And actually, we were in Chicago when this came out, so I wasn't listening to anything. But uh, I was like, oh, man, I got to listen to this whole thing. It's uh, super exciting. I am uh, I I was not expecting. I thought this was going to be good. And then I'm like, oh, this is definitely going to be on the year-end list. Yeah, I'll have to add it to my Photoshopped playlist art. I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast yet, but <laughs> I, I am making a best of 2022 playlist of just all the albums that I like. Yeah. I would, at one point or the other, are in my top 10. Because by the end of the year, you've got like 50 that have been in there, right? Because you keep having to remove other ones. And Oh, yeah. I have like hundreds so I'm, I'm, by I'm the being end of the year. Not necessarily super critical, but like all the albums that I love listening to are more organic. Right. And I'm taking an aspect of each album cover and photoshopping it into one image. Not well. Yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. like a really cool collage. <laughs> like it, it started essentially where I took the sky yeah. from Bonobo and cropped that out of Mitski. Yeah. So it was that. Yeah, that's, like, the main thing you see is, like... Well, and I put her big in the background, and, like, I feel like by the end of the year, it's going to be, like, her nose through, like, a whole of a bunch of other shit. But um, it's a mess (laughs) already. It's April. 
So I'm doing a monthly update to it. So um, <laughs> Barry's going to make it in probably. You're yeah. insane. Well, I, I've done like my favorite album like collages previously and I've I've done them well. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to get wild with it. Yeah. Well, you know, when I had that the Volt site, which I mean, I still have it. I just don't post on a lot. Like there was times where I was like weekly designing things, making a playlist, right? And I'm like, I don't know how I did any of it. So it's a big undertaking. So yeah, hats off to you. Is that a phrase? Hats off to you. Now it is. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right. So that was Barry with Concrete from Barbara, and that is out now on Windspear. I feel like we've been very upbeat and synthy and fun. And I'm here to stop that. Yes. Perfect. Uh, Let's sharp, yeah. sharp and, turn. You know, I think in this artist, I'm also going to speak about a music format that we don't talk about a lot. The art of the seven inch is kind of a lost art. Yeah. You know? I don't even just know like, what it is. No, it's, that's just like an A side, B side. Like right. Like the single. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing is that you do get a B-side. It's not just a single. Right, right. So a lot of times artists can do that like contrast between two songs. And mm. I think the 7-inch the release that I have from uh, Chastity Bells today oh. is a very cool contrast. Nice. Um, so band members Julia Shapiro, Lydia Lund, Gretchen Grimm, and Annie Truscott describe themselves as a quartet of friends in dialogue with each other and the world. Both tracks on this 7-inch do that in very different ways. The side A track, Fake, is kind of a gentle, folky, indie guitar track. And you all should check it out. Luke, you'd be very into it. It's very up your alley. Ooh. But I'm playing the B side today, Fear. Um... And both tracks speak to things that we are scared of. Fakeness, imposter syndrome, self-doubt. Uh, that's really what fake tackles. I know them well. Fear. Yeah. Fear challenges the, quoting the band here, never-ending series of unknowns that life is. And the white whales that we sometimes face. There's some Moby Dick imagery in here that's actually pretty cool. So... What is a better challenge to all these fears than just, like, screaming into the void? Uh, that's what we get on this track. It's uh, a really passionate vocal performance, and it is, in from my perspective, an emotional plea to respect your fears, but to move past them so you can grow. So, let's give a listen to Chastity Belt with Fear.
going to give you your third Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy of the night. Let's go. Oh, boy. That was great. Yeah. A great vocal performance, like you said. Um, and I liked this band a lot. I liked their 2015 album, the one with the ghost on the sofa. Yeah. Uh, very cool. And, uh, and so I haven't listened to their last couple albums, so this was a bit of a different sound for them. I feel like a little more polished, but still with some grit to it. And uh, I really liked, like, the chorus hit harder every time. Mm-hmm. The first time, you're like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. And then by the end, uh, like, just adding more, like, grit to the vocals and then the other vocal coming in just, like, yelling, too. It was so great, and I love the idea of, like, you're saying, like, to wreck face them and move move through them and say it's just a fear because uh yeah it, that's uh i was been listening to sorry can i go on a tangent for a second tangent go <laughs> okay um i've been listening to the uh dead eyes podcast i binged the whole thing which is about the, he get he got fired by tom hanks connor ratliff and so the podcast is all about like failure and sort of like accepting uh, things that happen to you and Tony Hales on an episode and he talked about sitting in the powerlessness of life and uh, like how he sucks at it, but he's, he can talk about it a lot, but it's like, I've been thinking about that a lot and like trying to, because I feel like so much in life is just grappling with uncertainty and your powerlessness and uh, like just, just facing the fear and be like, it's just a fear. It's just that I, don't know what's going to happen and so i'm getting worried about it and i can keep going you know yeah brilliant I, yeah this and i think the song does a great job of utilizing its length right like it's a yeah. it's a four minute track but then with that build each time you're more confident in facing that fear right you're like yeah yeah you know first time you're like there oh, you go yeah i can do it and by the end right. you're like yeah fuck you and by the end there's multiple voices screaming it it's did just you, a fear. Did you catch what's the very last sound of the song? No. It's just a gong in the last oh. like four seconds. I was like, don't say it's a fart. <laughs> that <laughs> might ruin the vibe. Could you imagine? <laughs> it's like, do do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a. <laughs> that, I mean, that would be cool. Yeah, I would accept that. That would rule. Uh, so that was Chastity Belt with Fear off their 7-inch Fake Fear out now. It's just fake fear. It's not real it's, fear. It's fake slash fear. It's just the song titles. But, yeah, it's fake fear. All right. Well, I tell you something that I would be fearful of if I ever met it in the real world, and that's a, a tiger. Lion. You were close, though. So this is a band called Fetch Tiger. And, I mean, I guess if you encounter a tiger, you uh, tell it to go fetch so it gets away from you. Makes sense to me. Cats are notoriously down to play fetch. (laughs) Hey, I mean, I throw balls for my cats, and they chase them sometimes, about 75% of the time. Do they bring them back? Oh, certainly not. Then that's not fetch, (laughs) Luke. That's just throwing things. That's true. Actually, Annie sometimes she gets close to fetch, but that's not the same. I but fetch things for my Annie because she's like, get my water oh, bottle, yes. fill my water bottle up. 
there's not enough ice in this water bottle. Listen, there's a lot of water bottle themed yeah. interactions in our relationship. I bet she's got you fetching because you're a dog. Hey. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this band. <laughs> Please, dear God. And again, Kevin, this one is very much your shit. If you had listened to my Grooves playlist, it was on there for a few weeks, and it's a jam. Uh, very, like, 80s-ish influenced again. Going to fit in perfectly with this lineup we've got going. And uh, this is a duo uh, from... They're from Florida and Texas, but then they formed in London. What are they doing? But they make some amazing music, some fantastic, vibey, smooth jams, and they just released this EP, Preparation to Pretend. And... So hey, we're going to listen. I do that every right? day. <laughs> right? Exactly. So why don't we grab grab a tennis ball and uh, toss it for that fierce jungle cat that is slowly approaching as we listen to Peter by Fetch Tiger. <laughs> Sometimes I leave a sign in 
I liked that. It was good. I bet you did. It just I like I uh I thought the end of it was my favorite part and I like Oh, that it, part's great. It had yeah. a little build. I I wasn't sold until then and I'm not sure that like I want to hear more of them that's must Yeah. more in that vein because the beginning I was like I was waiting for the build. Um, but yeah, and this really... is one of the slower balladier ones, but you know, I love a I love a vibey ballad. Yeah, I really liked it. Like it, it's good. I uh, I want to hear more. I'm gonna listen to that EP. I'm yeah. gonna see what's up, and I'll come back with the review. For sure, I love the guitar sounds in there. There's some great, and then like the string, and then they just basically like let the beat rock. You know, when, yeah. Like, I love that in a rap song when you just uh, once the vocals and it just plays out and. Yeah, and then you just do a little hoo hoo, whatever they did at the end there. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, this song grew and grew on me. I I just yeah. like I wished it had started where it ended and then get went even more. Not like any fault of the song. It's just what I like. You know yeah. me. It grew on you much like that STD grew on the darkness. <laughs> what? You know that song. Growing on me by the darkness, fucking rules. It was like there is like the sequel to the I believe in a thing called love video. Oh, if you need to go watch this video now, um, okay? Because it and apparently it's about an STD. It's growing on me, <laughs> but Jesus. it's like the it's like a love song. Like you're growing on me or whatever. Okay, but I the I, like story that people said was oh it's actually about an STD. Uh, like most people, very familiar with I Believe in a Thing Called Love, and then none of the Darkness's other catalog. Again, you gotta listen to some of the other songs. I, no, like, listen, I'll, I will. I'll put it on the list, but I think I'm not in the minority here to say that. No. I'm very familiar with that one song, and that's it. <laughs> no, you're probably not. I remember watching both of them on VH1 back in the day, so. What's Um... Luke, so when, that was when do you think the darkness's last album was? Um, probably twenty twenty one. It wasn't twenty twenty one. They are yep. still going hard, <laughs> dude. They had dude, a- every band that you think, uh, and I feel like this is unique to our era because I don't know that, but no, it's it kind of is any band that you think, oh, whatever happened to them? Look them up. They're probably still playing. <laughs> That's what happened. They've been riding that wave ever since the last time you heard from them. Okay. Uh, Luke, the song that immediately follows, I believe in a thing called love off of their 2003 album, permission to land has yes. 17 million plays. How many yeah. plays do you think pr- I believe in a thing called love has? Oh, probably a billion. Uh, only 171 million. Really? I feel like this was like that, that song surprising. popping off is like pre Spotify. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I bought that song on iTunes, but it's still like, I feel like a cult favorite, like it'll be played and it was like a major hit. That's surprising. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. It had, well, it, let's it, get the darkness's numbers up. People go listen to growing on me. Go listen to, I don't know a third song. <laughs> I probably do go listen one, to Black Shuck. There you go. That one sounds. It's it's the first song of that album. No, go listen to Motorheart Deluxe. Their twenty four album. There you go. Um, <laughs> their first song's called "Welcome to Glasgow." Like it's supposed to be like an accent saying "Welcome to Glasgow." Oh my god. Oh man. Hey, remember when we were talking about Fetch Tiger's song "Peter"? 
Yeah, <laughs> it was it's a great. long time ago. And let me say that that was Fetch Tiger Peter from Preparation to Pretend. Out now, everywhere. That's a self-release. You gotta love these self-made artists. Um, that's that's and two self-releases in a row because Chastity Belt was as well. Th- oh, beautiful. And so we've told you to all go listen to The Darkness. Now we're going to tell you the new stuff coming out this week in Shouts. <laughs> all right. First up, I got a artist I recently played on the podcast, Christian Lee Hudson with Quitters. Awesome album. Played an awesome song from that. Produced by Connor Oberst and Phoebe Bridgers. Go check it out. It's Very so great. Very excited for that. Rubberneckers. That was a song I played. Such a great song. Um, then, you know, they get a lot of hate and I'm not the biggest fan of them anymore, but there was a time where they were one of my favorite bands, the red hot chili peppers with unlimited love. Uh, this one is produced by Rick Rubin and the first one with John Frusciante back. And I mean, he's like an amazing guitarist and like, there's no point in listening to them without him. So, uh, that's good at least, but we'll see. I'll tell you what, uh, their last album was six years ago, and mm. uh, there were a couple singles off that album I really liked. It didn't grab me as a whole, so I'm very interested to well, see what they're doing. Like, I want to hear what a Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers album sounds like in 2022. That's, that's yeah. an exciting preposition. Right. Well, John wasn't on that album, so I'm not interested, but okay, this one, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. Uh, then, this one, I'm very excited for, Pup. With the unraveling of Pup the Band. I love amazing that album title. Canadian punk band. The, this is so awesome. All the singles from this have been insanely good. Robot li- Writes a Love Song. Have you heard that one? Yeah. It's like, quite literally, what what the title sounds like. And mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah, I'm, um, so, I'm really excited for New Pup. It's always exciting. Yeah. So those are the three that I got. What you got? So, two artists I featured on the podcast. Uh, one more recently, Night Palace, with the album Diving yeah. Rings. I played that this year. And then Pillow Queens, which was one of the groups I played on one of my first episodes. Uh, yeah. Leave the Light On. Really excited to hear that. Uh, a live album, Miley Cyrus with Attention! Miley Live. Whoa. I She rules like her... I think Miley Cyrus's albums are always, um, I don't want to say controversial, but, but mm-hmm. liked or hated. Like there's, you, you feel yeah. one way or the other. Um, so maybe a live album that kind of shows off her, her skills as a performer, uh, does something for people. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it'll probably yeah. change any minds, but I'll listen to it. I've come around on her. Cause I've like always said, she's got a great voice. I just don't really like her music, but I've come around. I mean, We Can't Stop is a Stone Cold classic, and uh, she did great at the New Year's Eve show and, like, handled the wardrobe malfunction in a very cool way. Yeah. And I was like, okay, damn, Miley, you you killed it. So I'm like, she's growing on me, much like that STD crew on The Guy from the Darkness. We're bringing it back. <laughs> I thought Plastic Hearts, it was in my top ten. That album ruled. Yeah, loved it was good. the 80s rock vibe she, she brought had some legends on it yeah so i'm kind of hoping it's a lot of the live performances of that because i think those would be really yeah. cool and all then, right well oh, oh, oh. you <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> Just, 
Uh, I've got two more. Confidence Man with Tilt. This is an electronic four-piece. And uh, I only know them from one song that I listened to over and over again. It was Does It Make You Feel Good, the Greg Wilson and Che Wilson remix. Uh, mm. Go listen to that. It rules. It's like a seven-minute electronic song. I It was one of my most played songs the year that I found it. And then nice. Carpenter Brute with Leather Terror. That's like synthwave electric stuff. Uh, something that I haven't always gotten into, but cool. would like to. So I probably will check this out. Nice. And that's all I got, Luke. Well, we got to talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great stuff over there. Oh, actually, I saw they have a show where people ha- sign up and have a blind date on stage. I would be terrified and never do that, but it's an amazing concept for a show. <laughs> I I was terrified of any date uh, when there wasn't an audience. So, yeah, <laughs> right? that's, that's going to be a pass. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then our third daddy, Offshelf.net. Check it out. You can go read my interview with Los Bichos over there. And that's going to do it for us this week. I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> Growing on me. I don't, I don't know how it goes. <laughs>